Thank you for downloading the Bangla Cricket Podcast. I'm Roshan and we are back for 2021. Bangladesh are set to return to international cricket with series against the West Indies and New Zealand in the near future and we'll cover those in due course. But for the first few episodes of the year, I wanted to talk about something that I've become fascinated with over the last few years. During the 2019 Cricket World Cup, we saw Bangladesh fans filling and raising the roof of stadiums wherever the Tigers played. What's become apparent is that there is a brand new generation of British Bangladeshi cricket fans, myself included, who have spent the last two decades following a side who play their home games 6,000 miles away. So I wanted to chat to some British Bangladeshi personalities about their relationship with cricket, their journey, their stories and their memories of the Tigers. Joining me in this episode is radio and TV presenter Nadia Ali. Nadia, welcome to the podcast. Hi, how are you? I'm really good, you? Good, thank you. Really, really good. And thank you for having me. No, absolute pleasure. Our our cricket relationship goes uh, a long time because you host um, the Bengali show on the BBC Asian Network and I've popped up on your show a few times doing cricket updates. So thank you for having me on and thank you for reversing our roles today. <laughs> yeah, it feels a bit weird actually on this side, but um, I'm excited. It feels different. There's always a first for everything. Yeah, I know, I know. So you're, you, you were born in the UK and... I would say, like, from our relationship and the conversations we've had on the radio and off-air, Bangladesh having a cricket team has sort of inspired you to follow a sport that, if I'm not mistaken, maybe you wouldn't have taken up otherwise? Definitely. And uh, it's it's quite funny you say that, actually, because um, we've had banter on my show about this because I have zero knowledge on cricket like I have no clue about cricket um well I had no clue let's get that straight actually I had no clue um and then over the years I think especially recently when I when I started doing my show on the BBC and then uh you obviously um started doing the cricket updates and I thought actually maybe I need to know a little bit about it and you know you've always uh told me a few things here and there taught me a few um things here and there so I started looking into it and I really, really enjoyed it. But prior to that, it it was a bonding thing for me and my family, whether it's my mum and dad, whether it was my family in Bangladesh, whether it was family in, you know, America, it was always a bonding topic and it and it always worked for us. So there's always been that connection because, you know, it's your motherland and they're playing and there was and it was just it was just always a great way to connect with others. What were your sort of earliest memories then of of not necessarily just cricket, but also the idea of there being a Bangladesh team involved? Like, do you remember those sort of early conversations where maybe conversations were happening in your house or people were excited about something or uh, we would start to talk about, you know, there being a Bangladesh cricket team taking part in, in international tournaments? I do, yes. And actually, I remember I was in secondary school at the time when all of this was happening. And actually, um, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, I'd say I was in year 10. So, I mean, Pakistan was playing really, really well. You know, this is when Imran Khan was there and uh, there was um, Afridi, you know, and they were playing really, really well. And then the Bangladesh team were introduced. And not only were they introduced, but they were starting to play really, really well. Um, I remember specifically around 2000. I don't know, if maybe maybe that's when uh, the interest grew for me. But around that time, you know, Bangladesh was popping up all the time. And, you know, the, you know this, this country was suddenly playing really well. And that was unheard of. So for me, it was a big deal, especially in school, um, where, you know, Bangladesh 
wasn't really on the map, let's be honest, it wasn't. And I, and I truly believe that Bangladesh got on the map because of the Tigers, because, you know, there's cricket lovers all over the world and cricket is a very uh, popular game that people love to watch, to learn about, to play. Um, and Bangladesh got on the map through, well, I, it's always been there, but, you know, it, it became popular. Everyone knew of Bangladesh. Everyone was talking about Bangladesh because of cricket. And I remember that time because my family were excited. I was excited, you know, in school we'd, we'd be hearing, you know, it wasn't just India and Pakistan, but there was Bangladesh now that existed. So it was really, really nice. It was, I felt really important. Yeah, it was about the same sort of time for me because Bangladesh played in the 99 World Cup, which was in England. Uh, and that was the first time I sort of discovered that Bangladesh had a team because suddenly my dad and my uncles were really excited. And, you know, my 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 parents and my dad and my uncles, they, they'd only ever watch sport when it was like the World Cup. They wouldn't watch mm. Premier League football every Saturday necessarily. You know, it, it wasn't that yeah. committed. But suddenly when Bangladesh were on, it was fine to spend an entire day in front of the television watching yeah. a game slowly play out. And did you have the Dawats as well? Did you have the... Yes. Oh, my God, that was the best. The one uncle who had Sky Sports, the Sky Sports subscription, would always be at his house. Um, and, yeah, it was it was like... Because I knew cricket existed. Um, I, I remember sort of flicking through in the summer holidays and seeing, like, Test Cricket on Channel 4 and maybe watching it for a bit, but not with as much engagement and commitment. But something sparked and I think it was a combination of you're right like you say it being a Bangladesh there being a Bangladesh team that I could suddenly own and go yeah I support Bangladesh because it's where my parents are from but also that that relationship with um like my dad and my uncles and was that was that something that 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 you felt as well like was it kind of like a bonding thing between say yourself and relatives a hundred percent as I mentioned earlier that it was definitely it, it was a way to bond with you know family friends anyone I mean it was Firstly, it was a really good um, talking point, you know, especially like when we used to call Bangladesh and, you know, we, the, you know, Nanamuni would always ask, and even my Nanu would say, cricket, Victor, are you watching cricket? And, you know, it's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, yeah, yeah, my grandma, you know, my Nanu was telling me about cricket, you know, that was the coolest thing ever. Uh, for me, you know, it wasn't it wasn't just a normal conversation anymore. It was about the Tigers. And even like uh, like like we just said, you know, you'd have the big gathering, the Dawats. And it was so nice because there was always that one uncle that had the biggest house. <laughs> and, you know, and the subscription. And the subscription, yeah. Because, you know, not all of them want to get the subscription. You don't want to waste money now, do you? <laughs> so, you know, it would always be that one uncle and then 50 people in that house gathered around that one TV, you know, not even a HD TV, just a, just a little TV right there in the middle of the living room and there's like 50 people around it watching cricket, you know, having to tower over each other to just just watch it i remember those times and all the kids in the front you know while we were playing and watching oh it was so much fun there's you know what you've just taken me back to memory lane they were beautiful times they were really really nice it was so good and it's it's funny for me like i was obviously born in the uk like yourself and yeah i think like most parents um my mind were always worried about their children losing their heritage and losing their culture and yeah um and there's so many things that we've done growing up which you know like I used to go to Bangla school and I didn't like it and I used to go to Bangla <laughs> Mellors and uh, you know yeah. I, then I'd have to memorize a poem perform it and I'd, you know, I'd always be a bit of a reluctant child with all those yeah. sorts of things 
And I think when, when cricket came along and they were like, oh my God, he really loves something about Bangladesh. I think yeah. it came as a bit of a relief to my parents that <laughs> uh, their child was going to have a connection to the country. And it's, it's, it's funny how cricket has become like that thing that, that, that young Bangladeshis really grip onto uh, in terms of their heritage, more so than many of the other art forms that exist. I know, you know, I know that the Bangladeshi music scene, film scene, TV scene, comedy scene is flourishing. You know, we've got some brilliant, brilliantly talented young British Bangladeshis who are who are making moves in that scene. But cricket seems to have made it into the mainstream, I think, if that makes sense. And yeah. the fact that, I don't know if it's the same for you, but the fact that my non-Bangladeshi mates could name Bangladeshi players or knew that Bangladesh had a cricket team, for me, made it feel like it, it, it had a bigger impact in my life. Yeah when Bangladesh first got onto the scene and I remember I was in secondary school um, and, I, and I had lots of Indian, Pakistani and uh, non-Asian friends and suddenly they were like, oh yeah, Bangladesh was playing and it was like, they were like, what? Oh, and I just felt so important because it was like, yeah, Bangladesh has a cricket team and they're playing too. You know, they're in this World Cup and it, and it just felt so good. It felt so important. And I think you're right about... Um, you know, British Asians, or I think internationally, you know, except for Bangladesh, I think everyone just has a connection with Bangladesh, that mainstream connection, as you said, through the cricket team, you know? I mean, I've always grown up, I, I, you know me, uh, Russian, personally, I love Bangladesh. I honestly think I, I should just get a Bangladeshi passport because I, <laughs> I am that passionate about Bangladesh. So And the amount of times I've been to Bangladesh, you know, my mom used to take me every year to Bangladesh. So, um, I mean, I, I have this really strong connection with Bangladesh and I, and I have a love for my country. I love it. And, um, you know, and I think uh, for me, I was always involved in culture. My parents were always, you know, I used, believe it or not, Roshan, I used to sing at one point. My mum used to take me to, oh my God. I know, I used to actually have seen, and, I, and I'll tell you, and I'll tell you something, we actually, well, Nish, obviously, is, is a lot younger than me, but we went to the same um, singing teacher at one point. No way. Yeah, it was crazy, but I cannot wow. sing. I am a tone deaf, like I'm really bad. <laughs> but, you know, I always had this connection with my culture, but then came along my brother you know we have an eight and a half year gap mm. and um he was never as connected to the culture like me I mean even with like I speak fluent Bangla and when I go to Bangladesh n- no one will ever guess I'm from abroad like mashallah my my Bangla is really really good my brother on the other hand didn't really want to speak Bangla didn't like Bangla Bengali food didn't want to go to Mela's didn't want to go to Bangla school you know, he was never that connected. But when it came to cricket, like you said, that was it. Everything, like, just came in one. And he sat with my parents. You know, he even had a Punjabi pajama on. <laughs> or he would have, you know, at the time, I remember back in those days, I mean, they didn't have the T-shirts. But, you know, it was really hard to get hold of here, here in uh, the UK. Now, obviously, we're really lucky. You can get it everywhere. But I remember right at the beginning, it wasn't that easy to get hold of the T-shirts. So everyone would wear, you know, the Punjabi pajama. So, you know, you'd have that, uh, that, that connection with Bangladesh. So you'd just feel... Uh, you know that yes you know we're supporting the team by just wearing traditional attire it's crazy I know it sounds crazy but I felt like that was a way of them connecting as well and like I said about the Dawats you know all the aunties would be in shadis 
you know, I'd be in my kameez and, you know, we'd, you know, those kind of things. And then we'd have a bhakta party. So it wasn't just cricket, Russian. There was more to it. Cricket was just, cricket was the foundation. It was that starting point. And then around it came our culture. Cricket became the gateway to, to the other stuff, you know. That's exactly uh, what it was. And, and you're spot on because before Bangladesh's matches weren't televised. So the majority of us would have to find like a dodgy internet stream, um, sort of streaming GTV on onto like a laptop <laughs> or something. And you, you got like a massive dose of little things like Bangladeshi yeah. music. Um, you got the adverts, you learned about the brands, you saw cricket yeah. as an advert. And cricket did act as, you're right, it was a gateway yeah. because yeah. I think I felt like a lot of times growing up, I felt like I was letting my parents down by not being as engaged into think elements of our culture. Now, obviously, there are parts of the culture that we're all into, like, you know, the food and things like that. But because I didn't necessarily like Bangladesh, the nuttocks, I felt bad for that. And I was like, oh, my God, am I not upholding a big part of our heritage? Um, but then yeah. the, the, the passion for cricket came so easily and so naturally that I was happy to engage in everything around it. And if, whether that was... Uh, Shakib Al Hassan acting in a weird noodle advert, or or you know the, the the song that was the official theme to the twenty twenty World Cup. And suddenly, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to take it all. I want all of it. I want all of it. And suddenly, you know, my my mum's my mum said yeah. at one point she said, "You're more passionate about Bangladesh cricket than I am about anything else to do with Bangladesh." And for me, that was such a weird statement of kind of comparison. But yeah, she was like, wow. "You're more into Bangladesh cricket than I am into Bangladesh music or food That's or clothing. You're more statement. into cricket than I am into any of that." Um, and it, and it's it, you're right. It, it it did act as a gateway because it's not just cricket and nothing else. Through the cricket, through the identity, through kind of owning that that the team and the passion, we a lot of people have opened up to many other aspects of of Bangladeshi culture. You're right, hundred percent. So it sounds like both of us had a lot of passion amongst our family, our relatives, and it kind of helped us engage with the Bangladeshi cricket team and the culture. Do you remember your first game? Yes, I do, actually. Um, the first live game that I had actually gone to, I mean, it was with my father. It was in 2017. So I think that was that was the first game I had ever gone to with um, uh, with my dad. Well, ever, actually, and it was with my dad. And it was amazing because uh, Baba called me up. He was at work and he was like, Nadia, do you want to go to the cricket game? And I was like, um, I don't know. And he was like, come on, it will be so fun. And, you know, those that know me will know that me and my dad have this amazing relationship. And he's just my bestest, bestest friend. So he just picked up the phone and he was like, listen, I've got one ticket. I'm not going to give it to anyone. I want you to come. Do you want to come? And I was like, what about my brother? And he was like, oh, yeah. Okay, wait, I'll call you back. <laughs> so then he called me back and he was like, actually, I've got five tickets now. Do you want to come? I was like, yes, okay. How's your dad getting these tickets? I don't have a clue. He must have contacts. He must have contacts. I have no idea how he got hold of those five tickets, but it was just so funny. I was like, yeah, yeah, let's go. And he was like, okay, but, um, you know, you have to learn about it. And I was like, uh, well, I know bits of it, Baba. You know, I know how it works. I know the game. And he was like, okay, that's great. And then I remember all the way on the train, because we took the train in, he explained the game to me. He explained the runs. He gave me a whole history of Bangladesh. He told me, you know, how great Bangladesh team are. And, you know, he just went into one. And that hour and a half that we were on the train, me and my brother were just so educated 
about the cricket team, it was unreal. So by the time we got there, we were just pumped. We were ready. We just wanted to play. And we were in front row. It was, And do you know what? It was so much fun because I've never, ever been to a game ever before. Um, and I don't think my brother had as well, actually. No, I don't think he did either. So two of us, my dad and my uncles that went with us, you know, we had never seen, it was, oh, sorry, Russian. I have to say this as well. We had never seen this side to my father. He was like this crazy 50-something-year-old man acting like a 16-year-old fanboy. It was crazy. It was like me and my brother were the adult that day. It, it, it does, It does. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Like, it, 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 cricket for me was a leveller between my generation and the next one, I know you, like I've seen on your Instagram, you and your dad are so, so close. But say for me, my relationship with some of my uncles were a little bit more formal. Yeah. But when it was cricket, it was, we were all level and it brought us all together. And suddenly it was a level playing field and we all had this exact same thing yeah. in, in common. You know, when there's, at times, nothing else really there, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, and it does bring out a side to, to, to people that, I took my mum to her first cricket match in the same same uh-huh. dorm. My mum, I took, I bought her a Bangladesh cricket shirt. I took her to, no um, so I, took her, I, took, I took her to the Australia game, which was annoyingly rained off halfway through, <laughs> but she got to see Bangladesh bat. I think so, she was happy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just just it brings out an entire like like, you know, they love the sense of community, and suddenly they're sat in a in a fifteen thousand stadium full of loads of Bangladeshis, all really happy and yeah. excited about something, and. I've never seen. I mean, my mum did a Mexican wave, and I'm so proud of that man. She's a modest, <laughs> modest, so cool. modest mother from North London, but she she got up and she did a Mexican wave. Um, that is so cool. Um, so yeah, I, and, that, and that passion is almost like uncontrollable at times when you're in the yeah. midst of it. And so I imagine it was the same with your dad. Oh, it was. I mean, my dad's like like I said, you know, me and my dad are really close, and my dad was a. Uh, you know, he was born in Bangladesh, but he grew up in this country, so you know, he's quite modern. But it was just really funny to see him kind of not lose control, but, you know, he was he became this baby like, he, you know, he'd boo at times. He'd he'd, you know, wave his hand in the air when they'd win and, you know, he'd jump up and down. You know, that's something we've not seen my dad do, like, you know, jump up and down and like <laughs> scream like a fanboy. You know, we've always had fun with Bubba, but we've never seen that side to him. And it was really, really nice. And then, you know, he was like a child. Okay, I need to go get food. And, you know, he'd run out and he'd run back in. And then, you know, he totally forgot that he had taken my brother and I. And, you know, and then he was like, I want that T-shirt. Let's get that T-shirt. And I was like, Baba, it's too expensive. It was like controlling a child that day, I still remember. Because <laughs> I was like, Baba, you can't spend your money. That's really expensive. And he was like, no, 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 I want it. We have to get it. You know, he bought me and my brother a T-shirt. He bought us the flags. And the price was just like crazy oh, it, the extortion had gone, the grounds, it, it, had, it had gone up by like 90 percent mm. so i was like baba please we can get that off brick lane or we can get <laughs> you know come on like we don't need it right now but he was like a child in a candy store he wanted everything and he wanted to get it for both of us three of us uh so it was really really funny i i mean i'll never forget that's that's such a beautiful memory i have of uh my father and my uh, and my and my brother because we really had a bonding session. It, it was definitely a bonding session too, because we still talk about it. We still laugh about it. And we still have those T-shirts. We still have the flag somewhere in the corner of our house. And uh, yeah, and, and again, it just comes back down to that cricket team mm. and how it's uh, just bonded so many families. Well, it's bonded generations of, of people as well, hasn't it? You know, yeah. In ways that, you know, I was in that cricket ground and like, 
it was all families. There were young groups of fans, you know, friends, etc. But but also just so many families, and it was like mums, dads, kids, yeah. wives. You know? and yeah, was, definitely. And I guess that that's the power of cricket generally. But I think particularly in in the Bangladeshi community, when maybe generations don't have as much in common, if I'm honest, you know, or yeah. maybe slightly more of a formal uh, relationship between the, the the generations. Yeah, cricket was just. A leveler and it, it you know same for me i was sitting next to my uncles who were whooping and cheering wickets yeah it felt made me feel closer to them because it was uncomfortable it was it wasn't uncomfortable it was it was it was not not how it was normally it was not not the done thing and it was no. it was it was yeah it was just it brought everyone close together and united over a, a, over a game a sport and that's the power yeah. of sports i guess so your first game was in 2017 fast forward a couple of years nadia and and i remember seeing you at one of the world cup matches last year in cardiff i think against england yes can we please mention that i was a vip invited by the foreign office <laughs> <laughs> so correct me if i'm wrong so I, I i saw you there because i was working for five live at the same time um and um they put me in like a lovely temporary built commentary box uh which was swaying in the wind all day because it was quite a windy day like i think it rained overnight and we weren't sure if we we're gonna get a game but we did meanwhile you were invited by the foreign office yeah uh sat in vip and if i remember correctly you were with meme off of bilal and meme as well so having a bougie day out how was that oh my god the experience was amazing i just felt like this really rich crazy celebrity girl like living life to the max <laughs> it was it was my one day of being in a celeb uh body I think because I, I had never experienced that I mean let's be honest yeah East London brought up girl mate uh what I can't afford a VIP like ticket to watch cricket <laughs> you know let's be honest but it was just amazing it was really really nice the experience was lovely and actually it wasn't just me that was enjoying it I had my whole family there oh. based basically via FaceTime because I was like in every corner of the VIP bit I was like look at this oh my god look at this oh my god look at that and then obviously we met the captain and I was talking to him and then uh, we were you know we were supposed to meet the cricket team but unfortunately we didn't get a chance to do that but you did Roche we'll talk about that later <laughs> but um yeah so it, I mean for me it was it was a great day and firstly uh, the, the best thing about it was the fact that both my teams were playing, you know, I'm a British Bangladeshi. Mm. So it was a double whammy. We had England versus Bangladesh. I mean, that was a big thing, you know, it, you, you know, my motherland and then my country, England, they're playing. And it was really hard because I was torn because I was like, oh, do I want Bangladesh? Do I want England? You know, um, I think secretly I wanted Bangladesh. <laughs> I wanted Bangladesh to win. Um, but when England did win, it was, you know, it was, it didn't really, it didn't really upset me because England is also my country so I was really really happy um it was just a great day out it was a great experience and uh, you also snuck in to come say hi yeah I did yeah so you're in let's be honest like like security at these games is so tight yeah and I think I had like I had like an accreditation around my around my neck which gave me access to some bits like the kind of broadcast yeah. bits and stuff like that um and I basically yeah, I ended up trying to sneak into VIP and thankfully like nobody really checked my ID because I managed to make it into your <laughs> VIP yeah. booth um I noted all the food had, had, had finished and been taken of away course, by that yeah. How, the food at cricket matches is amazing because I say that's the most underrated thing and actually like the food at the world cup and the catering was so good I desperately want to go to Bangladesh because I can only imagine what the food is like if you get into a VIP box in Bangladesh. Yes, absolutely. It was really, really nice. I mean, 
obviously there was champagne, there was all these other things, but I don't drink. So um, I think for others that were in the VIP, they were just loving it. They were just making the most of it. I was making the most of all the uh, scones and all the jam and all the cream and all oh the salmon. God. Oh, it was so, so nice. It was so tasty. And it was just, it was such a wonderful experience because, you know, I think it's once in a lifetime and I can't thank the foreign office enough for giving me that opportunity because actually after that game, it just made me want to be that one bit closer to the cricket team. Yeah, 100%. So, I, think, I think being in, in a stadium, uh, yeah. in amongst the, fan and the fans and seeing the passion and feeling the passion. For me, like my first ever live game was in, I think, 2010 I think in Bangladesh I watched them play against Sri Lanka oh, and wow. it was something else I've never heard noise like it like it... so can I ask you a question mm-hmm. how was it I mean how what's the difference because you've been to obviously the games here and in Bangladesh what what's the difference like I think I think wherever you go Bangladesh fans bring an energy like I think cricket at times can be quite a polite sport it can be quite applausy it can be you know very patient but Bangladesh fans are like you know, I went on the day when Bangladesh weren't playing particularly well. I think Dilshan got a century and in the entire time I was there, they only took one wicket. But when they did, oh my God, the roar, literally the ground beneath you vibrated, Nadia. Wow. It was next level. Like, like seeing Bangladesh play in Bangladesh is another experience. And actually, if I'm honest, I didn't know it at the time because I thought that was just all what Bangladesh games were like. Yeah. And let's be you know, in 2017, in 2019, when Bangladesh came to England, they were the best fans. They raised the reef off grounds, you know, and everyone's in it. Everyone's like, these Bangladesh fans are really just raising... They're, they're like a 12th player for the team. Um, but watching them play in Bangladesh was another thing, was another level. Yeah. And I can't I can't wait to do it again. Oh, well, I'd love to do it in Bangladesh. But you know what? I'd be, I'll be honest. I think if I were to... Um, well, if I wanted to go to a um, cricket game in Bangladesh, I, I don't know if my family would actually allow me to. I don't know if it's safe enough. I think that's where safety comes in. Yeah, I, I think, I don't know, it's, it's an interesting one, because obviously I'm, I'm speculating from, you know, a distance, but when you watch it on TV now, you see, like, groups of young friends, families, it seems like it's, it doesn't seem dangerous or hooligan or risky. It, it, it looks like it's a, a very kind of metropolitan and kind of mixed sport now. You know, they, they, they show crowd shots and you see little kids and you see sort of mums and, like... But, had some... but is that what it's like? I mean, you went 10 years ago. Do you think it's changed? Yeah, since? true. I don't know. Yeah, it's true, actually. It's, it's hard to tell, isn't it, really? Um, I guess we only sort of go by television pictures, which paint quite a wonderful image of, yeah, of, course. of the atmosphere. Uh, but, yeah, I'm willing to give it a go. Oh, well, I, you know what? I, would, <laughs> I would actually love to uh, watch a game in Bangladesh. Maybe one day, Rosh, we can go together. Yeah, let's go together. Let's go <laughs> have a diary. Yeah. Um, so I guess the sort of last, last sort of question then, really, is, is the future. Like, we... We're a kind of unique generation because obviously, you know, our parents came in from Bangladesh um, and they have that really tight connection with the country and then we've fallen in love with the cricket team. What happens to the future generations? I mean, you're a new mum, Nadia, congratulations, Thank and I'm you. so, so excited for you. <laughs> um, does does that passion for cricket get naturally passed down? Is that assumed or do you think it fades away with the generation? No, I think it gets stronger with the generation. I mean, look at our cricket team. Firstly, they're just getting stronger and stronger, you know, every year. Um, and they're playing better. They, you know, people want to know more about Bangladesh. People know of Bangladesh. That was that was a way of me connect. Well, I was always connected to Bangladesh, but when I explain to people, that is always a great way to say, yeah, the Bangladesh cricket team. You know, do you do you watch cricket? The Tigers. 
you know, just explaining all of that, even talking about tigers, actually, can I just put this in, like, even them being named the tigers, where does that come from? The Bengal tiger? Yeah. Right? So it's that connection to Shundarban in Bangladesh. Mm. And, you know, you go from one conversation to why, why is it the tigers? And then you explain and then you talk about Shundarban and then you talk about our country, that actually in Bangladesh we have Shundarban, we have Bazaar, we have this, we have that, you know, we have Kustia. You talk about all these beautiful places that you have in Bangladesh. So there's always a combo starter as well yeah. Yeah. about Bangladesh. So um, I think for me, and I would love for Hannah to actually have more knowledge. Um, I don't think I had enough knowledge. I think I was always very busy with, you know, going to singing classes or going to poetry, reading Bangla. I don't think my parents really taught me about the game as much. Maybe maybe it comes down to um, timings. You know, at the time I was, you know, it was my, um, when Bangladesh cricket was flourishing, I, you know, I was going for my GCSEs, I was going for my A-levels. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why I didn't really have much time to do that. But I think with Hannah... I definitely see Izaz already, you know, when we're in the garden and his nephews are over. <laughs> you know, we've got a really big garden, mashallah. So when his nephews come over, they're either playing football or cricket. And I can see that he's like, all right, Hannah, we're going to play together. So I can see that already <laughs> bonding, you know, and Izaz isn't as passionate about Bangladesh as I am. But when it comes to cricket, it's all about the Tigers. And, you know, yeah. he's always saying to her, you're my little tiger and, you know, so I, <laughs> so I do think I do think that with uh, the next generation, I think the passion's just going to grow. It's just going to grow. Rosh, imagine when you have kids. Oh my god, I'll be <laughs> I'll be pushing a cricket bat into my children's hand as soon as they're old enough to stand. <laughs> I think. Well, I think as soon as they're born, you'll be like, oh, here you are. Here's a custom made one, babe. I- you know, instead, instead of a bottle, hold this cricket bat. Here's a cricket bat. <laughs> Nadia, it has been so brilliant chatting to you. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast and sharing your history and story with Bangladesh cricket. It's been so, so fascinating getting behind the kind of the last sort of 20 years and your journey with the cricket team. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much, Rosh. It was being absolutely um, amazing coming onto your show and talking and it's been really great being on this side of uh, of the radio or of the mic let's say <laughs> <laughs> i know i know we'll switch around and do it probably next time um no thank you very much and yeah let's let's get that date into fly out to bangladesh and catch the tigers live in a game as soon as it's safe to do so <laughs> let's go we'll take hannah with us too yes oh my gosh i love it <laughs> and thank you for downloading the bungalow cricket podcast if ever you want to get in touch with us, you can drop us an email podcast at bunglercricket.co.uk and we'll see you for the next episode very soon.